Today on episode number 99 of the podcast, we're discussing how emotions can manifest themselves after losing your sight. What's up, VIPs? Welcome to Life After Sight Loss Radio, the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek. I am your resident VIP, aka visually impaired person, and joining me across the table, as always, is our resident sighted supporter, my lovely wife, April. Hello. All right, so here we are, episode 99. We are almost there. Uh, If you are listening to the podcast and you've been with us for a while, thank you so much. We've got a special episode coming out next week for number 100. Yep. It's going to be exciting, so make sure you are subscribed and all that good stuff. Uh, Today, number 99, we're talking about emotions. Now, we talk about emotions quite a bit on the podcast, uh, but it's always good because they come back up a lot. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about how emotions manifest themselves because sometimes I think we we see certain things and we're like oh it's this it's like actually it it may be this emotion that we're dealing with right and so we need to have sort of like the uh I don't know the lens to see it correctly not to make a sight reference but (laughs) (laughs) this one or this one um but you know Emotions are important, and they tell us something about ourselves. Yes. So we're going to jump into a few different ones and how they might manifest in our lives. So let's start with the first one. Number one is fear. Fear. Now, this one, you might say, well, that's not really an emotion, but you know, it's something where we are dealing with fear, with being afraid. And here's a couple of ways it might manifest. First of all, might be not wanting to get out. Uh, I know for me, there are times, because I'm a social person, there are times when I just don't want to go anywhere and do anything. Yeah. And sometimes it feels like, oh, I just want, I just want to stay home or whatever. But it can be like fear of crowds, uh-huh. fear of an unknown space, right? You know, fear of something like that. So, yeah, I, I definitely experienced that. Have you noticed me doing that at times and thinking, what the heck? Is yeah. Going? Actually, we were talking about um, something this morning when we were having coffee. We were mm. talking about an. In- an incident it's not an incident I guess but an occurrence where we had taken a walk in a park and we heard some live music playing so we kind of went and checked it out and I was like oh let's go see what's going on and Derek was kind of like I I don't really feel like it and Mm -hmm. then he's usually the spontaneous one Mm -hmm. and I am not so then whenever I'm trying to be spontaneous or I get you know a whim to be spontaneous and then he doesn't go along then I I'm like okay what am I supposed to do I don't, I don't know what I should do. (laughs) Should I be like, look, we're going or should I be like, okay, it's fine. Well, and and it doesn't always manifest, like you don't know it's fear of the crowd. Right. You know, it might be, um, what a stick in the mud. Like, why don't you want to do anything? And so it's important to recognize what's going on. Now, I'm not suggesting that every time somebody doesn't want to go out, they're struggling with fear. Sure. But it's something to be aware of so that you're like, hey, are you... Are you afraid of what we're about to do? Mm-hmm. Is there something going on? So at least bringing up that. So yeah, like digging you know, deeper yes, a little bit yes. to to kind of get to not necessarily the root of the problem, but just like under the surface a little bit, find out like yeah. what you're truly feeling. And I think that's important. You know, fear isn't necessarily an emotion, but it's a feeling and Absolutely. it's real. Yes. So, you know, that fear in so many situations in anyone's life can literally freeze you from Mm -hmm. doing something that could be an amazing opportunity. So knowing that it is a feeling and it's a legitimate feeling is super important. Yeah. And they talk about the fight or flight response, but there's a third one that a lot of people don't mention. And that is, as you said, freeze. And so you have this flight, like I'm going to run from this, the fight, like I'm going to head towards this problem. But then you have the freezing one where you're like, 
I don't know what to do. Yeah. And fear causes all of those yeah. responses. So definitely if that comes up. Uh, another yes. thing about fear, how it might manifest is I have giving up hobbies. Now, these might be hobbies that are difficult to do with low vision. You know, mm-hmm. something like rock climbing, you know, might be difficult <laughs> to do. Not that you can't, obviously, no. but it's something, especially you first lose your sight. Um, you know, going outdoors, um, into nature. There might be some hobbies that you give up because you're just afraid of what might happen because of the hobby itself and some people might be like oh they're so depressed that they don't want to do anything and Mm -hmm. that definitely could be true but it might be the reason behind it is fear you know like i'm afraid to do this this specific thing i remember and i've talked about it on the show before but you know uh, when i was first um in sight loss like probably the first few months i went to this indoor rock climbing place and it was not that I rock climb. I mean, I'm not a rock climber by any stretch, but it was like no. they were, you know, the the folks who had been blind for a while were doing that. And mm-hmm. I think there was some trepidation in me, some fear, like, what if I fall? Mm-hmm. You know, what if I d- am not able to do this? So, yeah, it can manifest in you know, various ways. Yeah. All right. So next up, we've got anger. Now, anger is one of those emotions that you think, oh, I, I know what anger looks like. You know, I definitely know uh, anger. I can spot it from a mile away. But. But sometimes it's not spotting anger, it's why we're angry. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, so here I've got um, being aggressive towards others. Now you might think, why are you so aggressive, especially if somebody's not aggressive? If you're being aggressive towards your family, towards your friends, towards strangers, if you're just a little bit more on edge, that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. um, that can be anger. And anger manifests itself in a very aggressive way, but it's not that you're angry at that person. Right. You're angry because of sight loss. And that's the reason I bring this up is because it's not who you're angry uh, or who you're angry towards. It's mm-hmm. why you're angry. Right. And it has to do with sight loss. Your anger is more geared toward sight loss, but it's being projected onto those around you, whether those people are strangers or friends or family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely. Where that's where it's landing. Definitely. It's where you're not intentionally directing it at them, Yeah, but they're right there. So yep. they're the ones who get it, which isn't fair. And you got to deal with that. Right. But, and I think that know. that's important in like the sided supporter role is to realize that this isn't personal towards me. This is something that you're dealing with because of sight loss, whether it's day one or day 5,922. Uh, random number. number. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's just one of those things. It's like it. I have to remember that it's not personal, and that they're that Derek's not angry with me. So you have to remember that your VIP is not necessarily angry with you. It's the situation that they're in. Yeah, and it's it's two sided because the sided supporter has to be patient. Remember, this isn't towards me. And the VIP has to remember that, you know what, you can't take it out on your loved ones. That's true. You, It's yeah. not fair to them. Now, yes, they're there. It's a safe space. Sometimes you would yell and scream or whatever. But when you're aggressive towards that person, there's a big difference between, oh, I just want to yell and scream because I'm angry mm-hmm. versus... I am going to thrust my anger upon you. Yeah. That you can't do. You know, it's, it's okay to be angry. It's not okay to take it out on the people around you. True. Yes. Um, the other way it manifests is uh, being short and not handling things very well. You know, being short, like, oh, what's wrong with this? Or having a situation that arises and all of a sudden you're just not handling it well. Mm-hmm. Or you're upset because this thing happened and, you're, and people around you are like, uh, is this a big deal? Yeah. I don't feel like this is a big deal. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's not. But it could, for example, it might be something where uh, 
I don't have access to this thing anymore. I can't view this movie. Uh, for a good example might be we went to the movies recently uh-huh. and saw um, Ant Man, uh, Quantum Mania. Yeah, uh, which I won't spoil it for anybody. Uh, we thought it was good. <laughs> yeah, mm, you know, I agree. Um, but the audio descriptive device. We had never been to this place before, yeah. and it, they had it, but it wasn't working. And I don't know why. And they never came back because I sent you know we gave it to them and never came back. And I was like, uh, you know. Now in that moment, I was able to deal with it. I was like, you know what? I'm I could get really frustrated right now. Yeah. But it's going to ruin the entire movie for me and this whole experience, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. So that would be a moment where if you see somebody getting really frustrated and angry and upset, then they might end up taking it out on you. They might just yeah. be really short, really whatever. They're angry because they didn't get to see the movie to the fullest they could have. Right. And that's because of sight loss. Yes, so exactly. it's not the theater's fault necessarily. Sure, they should have had that thing working. Yeah. But it's not the theater's fault. You're blind. And that's one thing <laughs> you have to remember. <laughs> All right. So there's fear. There's anger. Then we've got sorrow or sadness. Now, again, this might be one of those things you think, oh, I, I can recognize that. But it's all behind it. What? Mm-hmm. You know, why is it? Um, depression for long periods of time. This is important. We all have sad days. I mean, myself, you, everybody has sad days, right? Especially when circumstances around you are sad. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've got a death in the family, if you've got stuff going on at work, if you've got family that's given, you know, there can be some sadness in those days, in those yeah. circumstances. But if you've got sadness and sorrow for long periods of time, circumstances go down, circumstances come up, and you're still in that funk, Yeah, that is where sorrow and sadness can really express itself, especially when it comes to losing your sight. Uh, the other thing I have here is being sensitive to things. Sensitive, like we talked about anger, mm-hmm. but in this case, being sensitive to things like you know, all of a sudden you're bursting into tears right? and you're not sure why. Yes. You know, you're just so sad at this moment where everybody else is having a good time and you can't seem to, why, why am I so sad at this thing? And it's sometimes it's unexplained. Again, this is that sorrow and sadness coming yeah. out in you because of the sight loss or just the loss that you've experienced. That and also just adding to that, being sensitive to the words of people around you, taking Mm -hmm. things a little more personally, taking Mm -hmm. things to heart that weren't necessarily meant to wound or hurt, but being wounded and hurt by those things that are said. Yeah, absolutely. And and all of a sudden you are, you know, tucked away in your room and and just sorrows coming out of you. And you're like, what happened? Well, this person said this. Really? Was that was it that big a deal? And the people around you aren't sure why it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things we've talked about numerous times here. If other people around you are like, I'm not sure what happened, it's a good opportunity not to say you're wrong. It's no. just a good opportunity to check and say, okay, what am I feeling? Yeah. What is this telling me about myself? Because if nobody else seems to find it an issue, then again, that doesn't mean it's not an issue for you. It just means that you are struggling with something beyond that specific incident, right? beyond that thing that they said or that thing that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not just about that thing, obviously. It's about something deeper, dealing with sorrow. So you have to face, you know, okay, yeah, that thing hurt my feelings and maybe I should talk to that person about it, mm-hmm. but it's more than just that thing. I'm dealing with sorrow from a deeper place than just this one comment. Well, and in that same instance, like whenever you're examining yourself, like trying to find someone that you can confide in that's not going to push your feelings of sorrow and sadness, depression away, but to support you in that time so that you can work through it as well. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you need those people who you can vent a little bit. Yeah. They can sort of take the 
the sadness, the anger, whatever, they can take that a little bit and, and hold on to you while you work through it. Right, uh, yeah. Sometimes literally and figuratively. <laughs> All right, and then the last one I have here is loneliness. Now, I know lots of people struggle with this, and there's a couple of instances I have here. Uh, becoming clingy to close relationships clingy to close relationships. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, you're going somewhere? Okay, I'll go. Hey, you're going to do something? I'll do that with you. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, it's fine. You know, and and I, I would imagine sighted supporters face this at times because um, that VIP has to do everything with them. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's like, why are you with me all the time? It's like, well, I'm, I'm really lonely and yeah. I, I didn't realize it and I don't want you to leave because I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, and I'm sure I've gone through that myself, you know, with you <laughs> and with others like, hey, uh, don't leave. You know, I don't I don't want you to leave because I'm feeling lonely. And when yeah. you're gone, I really feel lonely. it sets in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I have here is avoiding some people. Now, this sounds weird, but you're leaving them before they can leave you. Yeah. You know, it's like, OK, I'm already experiencing loneliness by myself. I'm not going to have rejection and loneliness together. Together. You know? So I'm just going to face the loneliness. And so if you see somebody who's like rejecting relationships, like, don't you want to hang out with that person? Again, it might be something completely different, mm-hmm. but at least it's a good opportunity to be like, are you exper- Are you afraid of them leaving you? And so you don't want to you know, do anything with them just on the off chance that they can't deal with your sight loss. Because right. let's face it, uh, sight loss is not easy to deal with, especially if you've never dealt with anybody with sight loss. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to do. You're not sure how to handle it. What do you say? Where do you go? All those sort of things. And so relationships can drift apart. And it's not the VIP or the other person's fault necessarily. It's not like one of them was like, I'm not hanging out with you because you're blind. Like, if that's the case, they're a jerk and you don't want them anyway. Get rid of them. Yeah, but uh, if they're just like, I'm not sure, and it just slowly drifts. And so right. what, what happens is like, well, I'll cut them off before this even happens. Yeah. You know, that way I'm not going to deal with it. So yeah, dealing with loneliness is a struggle for sure. And it manifests in a variety of ways. All right, so there we go. We got fear, anger, sorrow, and loneliness. And those are just a few emotions and a few ways they might manifest after losing your sight. So my question for you today is this. Which one of these emotions have you seen in your own life? Fear, anger, sorrow, loneliness. Have they manifested like we talked about today? Have they come out in other ways? I would love to hear about it, and I know others would as well. So let me know in the comments of this video, and you can send an email to lifeaftersightloss at gmail.com. All right, before we get to our quote, we've got just a few housekeeping items for you. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to give us a thumbs up and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another single episode. And if you're listening to the audio version, you can subscribe in your favorite podcast app and consider giving us a rating and a review. Also, we'd love to hear from you, your thoughts, your questions. You can send an email to lifeaftersightloss at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram at lifeaftersightloss. That's right. Okay, so let's get right into it, our quote of the week. Anne Frank said, feelings can't be ignored no matter how unjust or ungrateful they seem. Feelings can't be ignored. Uh, A lot of times people say, you know, feelings aren't your reality. You might be feeling a certain Mm -hmm. way, but that's not your reality. For example, we talked about how, oh, I felt very sensitive when this person said something. And 99% of people around you could say, no, it wasn't a big deal. But that's not what they meant or blah, blah, blah. 
Well, yeah, but the feeling you're having can't be ignored. You know, it might seem uh, uh, very intrusive in your life, uh, very upsetting in your life, Mm -hmm. but you can't ignore them. And when you try to ignore them, it makes it worse. Right. So we have to face them, let the feelings tell us something about ourselves, and then we can move forward in whatever we're doing. So, Anne Frank, wise words for us here. (laughs) All right. So we want to thank you all for listening wherever you are. And remember... That sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name is Derek. And I'm April. And we'll see you in in the the next next one.